This is Ketchel Kirkham with Looking Up, a few minutes at the end of the week to think about astronomical things. Now, I'm here in the Department of Astronomy at the University of Cape Town with a Professor of Astronomy, Professor René Kron Kortweg. Good afternoon, Professor. Hello, Ketchel. Now, one of the things I think is very special about Professor Kron Kortweg's research is that it's about the zone of avoidance. So now, tonight, if any of you have got dinner parties, you can just drop this into conversation that now you know what the zone of avoidance is all about. So please, enlighten us, René. What is the zone of avoidance? <laughs> well, the zone of avoidance is actually that part in the sky that most of you will find really fascinating because it's located exactly where our Milky Way traces along the sky. And it's a beautiful feature, and a lot of astronomers use that for their studies. But if you work with observations of galaxies in the nearby universe, you're not as happy about our own Milky Way, because all the stars and the dust in the Milky Way or close to the plane of the Milky Way they either cover any objects that lie behind that plane of the Milky Way or it gets absorbed by the dust. And so you do not find any galaxies very close to that plane of the Milky Way. And I sometimes disrespectfully call it foreground pollution because we cannot see through it in the optical very well at all. But now, you just said that there aren't any galaxies there. You mean that we can't see them because the Milky Way is blocking? That's right. So the, the Milky Way is actually blocking our line of sight to those objects. Right. But now, how on earth do you see behind it? Because, you know, it's not like you can get into a spaceship. We can't even go very far in spaceships. We can't even you know, get almost to the edge of our own solar system and humans have only got as far as the moon. <laughs> so we're looking a long, long way away here, aren't we, if we're going outside of our galaxy. So how on earth do you get around it? Yes, so that's part of the research that I've been focusing on because we need to know that part of the sky as well to actually understand big problems that are related to cosmology. I'd like to know how you get round the problem of the optical wavelengths you can't see behind this huge big Milky Way. It's really a kind of a bit of a puzzle that you're doing like a detective. Then we started using radio telescopes. With a radio telescope you can peer through but we can only observe what we call spiral galaxies that are still uh, contain a lot of gas. So I see that actually there's still ongoing problems. It's not just that you can point a radio telescope and see what you need to see behind all that dust. There's actually further problems. It's a lot more technically involved than that. Yes, it is. It is actually not, not easy because, you know, if you use a radio telescope, if you don't know where the galaxy is, it's not much use pointing at it, right? So if you don't know where the galaxies are, you first have to find them. And that means that you have to do kind of a systematic survey and pick up signals from those galaxies. And we have done that over the past, and that gave us the first peak to actually map the structures all the way across the zone of avoidance. So thank you very much for telling Fine Music Radio listeners all about your day job <laughs> and night job, I guess. This is, <laughs> we're talking to astronomers here. So thank you, René. You're very welcome. 
And for now, this is Ketchel Kirkham wishing us clear and dark skies. Mm -hmm.